Welcome to Radio B&R, a podcast production of the Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Radio B&R, keeping Tennessee Baptists informed about the issues impacting their lives and churches. Hello and welcome into this edition of Radio BNR. I'm Chris Turner, your host, and today I'm joined by Rock Collins, recent pastor in Kingsport at Indian Springs Baptist Church, and recently our most former convention president of the Tennessee Baptist Convention, and currently the new director of evangelism for the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Rock, thanks and welcome to the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Thank you, Chris. It's great to be here. Uh, I'm excited about what lies ahead. Well, that's some of the stuff we want to talk to you about. What is it that lies ahead? What is it you'll be doing? Since this is a new position, really, and, and with a focus and with our five objectives, what is it that you'll be doing? Well, my primary objective is to help us reach 50,000 baptisms a year. As you know, that's our number one objective that we hope to reach by 2024 with an average of 50,000 baptisms a year. We have a lot of work to do. Uh, but that's what I'm here to help us do, and I realize I can't do it. I even realize that the whole state of Tennessee can't do it, but I know a God who can do it if we'll make ourselves available to it. Now, when you look at this opportunity, obviously you enjoyed and loved being a pastor and yes. being a pastor. Why would you leave that position to take a position like this? Well, there's only one reason, and that's because God called. I have been asked many times, I was at my church for 11 years, and I was asked many times, how long will you stay? And I have assured my people and others who would ask that I would not stay one second longer than what God had called me here for. And as soon as he called me somewhere else, I would be obedient to that. I loved Indian Springs, a great church. Uh, God blessed our time there. That's family to me after 11 years. You know, my kids grew up there. And so I love them very much, but I have no doubt in my mind that God has called. And my church was very affirming when I announced what God had said to me. Uh, they affirmed that and supported me and encouraged me, and I'm grateful for that. Now, did the year that you were president of the Tennessee Baptist Convention, you obviously traveled from Mississippi to Mountain City or from Memphis yes. to Mountain City uh, preaching? What did you see during that year that might have had an impact in, in making this decision? Well, one thing I have to say is I love the state of Tennessee. So I saw a lot of dear, precious souls. I met a lot of saints of God. I saw a lot of churches who were on fire and excited about what God was doing. But I also saw that our numbers didn't weigh out everything. Our baptisms are not increasing across the state as they need to. So... I became very concerned about that. And as I traveled the state, God began to burden my heart with the fact we need some urgency. We need to understand that the time is short and we need to be serious about fulfilling the Great Commission to which he's called us to. And as president, that was the overarching theme that God spoke to my heart. It's later than we think. And that's one of the phrases that has kind of become a catchphrase coming out of the uh, out of the convention. But talk a little bit about that phrase and, and the whole idea that it's it's late, but not too late. It has become kind of a, a signature statement for you, but it has a lot more meaning than just that, than a signature yes. statement. You, you had said earlier that you felt like the Lord really gave that to you early in your presidency. Yes. Uh, it was uh, February 
uh, March that God just put that phrase in my heart. And I kept thinking, it's later than you think. And I was feeling an urgency to reach our state, and I was burdened for that fact. And for months, that, that continued to ring in my mind and in my heart. And as we drew closer to the convention and he was laying that message out for me, uh, I, I had all my, my text ready and I had the whole outline in place. I had what I was going to say. And then middle of October, he spoke to me and said, it's not too late. I said, I, I, I know, Lord. He said, no, it's not too late. And it began to ring afresh. This is why he was getting me mm -hmm. urgent, but he also wanted to remind me that there is still time. And that's the message I wanted to bring to Tennessee Baptist. We need an urgency uh, to answer the call to win our state for Jesus. But we need to understand that as late as it is, it's not too late yet. As long as we have breath in our lungs, it's not too late. And so we need to be proclaiming that message with urgency. Yeah, I know you today is actually your first day in the office and you need a little time to find your office before you can uh, uh, start to develop strategy. But one of the things that you'll be doing is helping develop strategy for uh, that first objective and helping churches grab hold of that whole idea of uh, reaching and baptizing and discipling. But as you've looked across the state, what do you feel like that needs to be done where where do churches start what's what's the first thing that needs to take place as far as moving towards that goal chris i believe the number one and the overarching need that we have before we're going to win win baptize and disciple fifty thousand years we've got to get serious about prayer and I believe if we'll begin to pray and seek God's face, he will ignite that urgency in us. We will come to the realization that we can't do it, but he can, and we will follow him. So we must be undergirded with prayer. That's the number one thing. And uh, in the near future, I hope to begin to establish prayer outposts, if you will, all across this state. And I know, I know there are folks who are not able to get out and go door to door or, or even you know, maybe there are other issues that keep them from being able to be uh, a witness in an effective manner, but they'd be willing to pray. They will be just as important as anybody that's witnessing. So the first thing is I want to see us have some prayer outposts around this state. Uh, and so I'm going to look forward to doing that. Secondly, we've got to fan the flame uh, as we seek God to pour out his spirit to lead us and inspire us and excite us, then we need to fan that flame. So we need to be encouraged in evangelism, but we also need to be talking about it. And part of our encouragement needs to be talking about it. And we should never say, well, that church just baptized one or two. Thank God that bab that church baptized one or two. Yeah, that's one of the things you know, Randy has talked about in, in when he does executive director uh, talk stuff is what if that one was your mother or exactly father or right. brother? So that one obviously definitely makes a difference, yeah. And whereas I have put out a, a, a desire or at least sort of a goal, if you will, that uh, President Steve Freeman is going to be carrying as well. Uh, we want to baptize 17 in 2017. And if, if we had 3,000 churches baptized 17 in 2017, we're at 51,000 baptisms. Yeah. So we've already met our goal. Yeah. And we'll create a new one. Yeah. Uh, the truth is we have about 2,200 churches that report an annual church profile. So that may be a realistic number to look at. And if they would do 17 this year, that'd be 34,000, which would be a great increase as well. So 
uh, that's where we want to start, 17 and 17. And I know there will be some churches who say, you know, uh, we can't baptize but one or two. I say thank God for that one or two. And then these churches who can baptize more than 17, let's get it. You know, let's let's get some of those churches doing four and 500 baptisms. And we can, we can pick up the slack in some of those churches that can only get one or four or six or whatever. Uh, so, it, again, it's going to be all of us working together to make that come about. Yeah, so as you really look at the future and the opportunity, uh, there's been some great groundwork that's been laid over the past couple of years as Tennessee Baptists have affirmed those five objectives. Yes. We're starting to see more and more churches grab a hold of, of the five objectives with cooperative program giving up this past year, golden offering through the roof. We're seeing a lot of churches that have been have entered into a revitalization process over 200 of our churches and then we're seeing uh, an escalation in the number of new churches but all those uh, objectives really point towards that first objective talk just a little bit about the success of those other four in relation to that first one well that first one is absolutely essential Uh, if we fulfill the other four it will be great but if we do not fulfill the first one. We will have failed. As much as all of them are as as important as the other, that number one is important, important, because that's that's the regeneration. That's where lives are changed. So we've got to reach that first one. In the process of reaching the first one, where we're winning, baptizing, setting on the road to discipleship 50,000 people a year, then we're going to see churches revitalized. We're going to see the opportunity to plant new churches. Our giving through cooperative program will go up. Our golden offering will go up because we're producing. I, I am most confident that people want to be involved where something's happening. So it sounds like you're saying that the that evangelism and reaching people for Christ is the key to a successful church. Absolutely. What a novel concept. I mean. Well, Rock, we're extremely excited to have you not only as part of our Tennessee Baptist Mission Board family and staff, but just in Tennessee and what lies ahead. Uh, thanks for, so much for not only being here, but being a part of our podcast today. Thank you. It's my joy. Thank you for listening to Radio B&R, a podcast production of The Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist's Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded at baptistandreflector.org forward slash radio BR. The ministries of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptist.org.